SportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Basketball. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole now for your catering needs at 513-834-8607. The Mount St. Joseph University. Iron sharpens iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. Dr. Libby Spees. Call for an appointment, 513-246-8900. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. And official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Mount St. Joseph University game. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Harrington Center here at Cincinnati, Ohio, on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we've got doubleheader college basketball action today for you from the Harrington Center. And game number one will pit the women's Mount St. Joseph Lions entertaining the Anderson Ravens. And then at game two, it will be the men taking on each other. That game will get underway at about 4 o'clock this afternoon. Well, should be a very entertaining afternoon of basketball here from the Harrington Center. Of course, uh, a lot of college football going on today. It's championship Saturday, but hopefully you'll be sitting back either raking leaves or watching some college football and listening in on these two ball games because they are paramount to what could happen in the Heartland Conference coming up this season. This will be game number two of the Heartland Conference scheduled for the Lions and game number one for the Ravens here this afternoon. In game one, as we told you, the Lion women will be taking on Anderson. The Lions come in with a record of two and three overall. They are 0-1 in the Heartland Conference. That is because they fell to defiance about 10 days ago here at the Harrington Center, 83-70. to the Yellow Jackets went on a 12-2 run in the second quarter, giving them a 27-16 lead. They extended that lead out to 42-25 at the half, and the Lions would get no closer in the second half. The Mount shot just 35% from the field in that game in the loss, and they were out-rebounded by 19 in the contest. And coming into this afternoon's ball game, the Lions really are no better. They've been averaging about 33% of their shots made this year from all over the field and from three-point range, only 26%. They're going to have to increase that this afternoon in order to beat this tough Ravens squad. This is a game that the Lions desperately need, and the reason behind that is they fell to defiance in their first game here at the Harrington Center, so they are 0-1. They do not want to go 0-2 and put themselves behind the eight ball by going 0-2 on their own home floor because next week it doesn't get any easier as the Lion women will be on the road at Rose Holman taking on the fighting engineers in that one. Anderson is coming off of a win on November 23rd, 83-75 over St. Mary's out of Indiana. That was the first win of the season 
for their new head coach, John Ginn. In that game, that broke a four-game losing streak for the Ravens. Ginn took over the program in June, and he is just really getting his footing for the Ravens and finally came up with a win. Lexing Dellinger's 34-point game led the Ravens to the win 10 days ago. She was named the Heartland Conference Player of the Week for that performance. She is now tied for 8th place for the most points in single-game history and Anderson history. She also added 12 rebounds in that game, 2 assists, and one block shot. Peyton Moore was also a stat stuffer, and she's going to be a very important cog in the game this afternoon. Moore had 14 points, 11 rebounds, one assist, two steals, and two block shots. So Moore had a double-double in the game, also along with Dellinger. The Ravens, they're returning Moore and Dellinger. They are two all-conference players this year. The senior duo led the Ravens with just under 36 points per ball game. Dellinger is scoring 22, while Moore is at 13 on the year. They also average nine rebounds apiece for John Ginn's squad. Sophomore McKinley Taylor has improved during the offseason. She's scoring at six points a game, and she grabs four rebounds. And as a team, Anderson has outscored, has been outscored by 13 a game, and been out-rebounded by 14. That 13 a game is inside the paint. They also turn the ball over 21 times a game. So that's something that the Lions could take advantage of here this afternoon. The Lions have got Chloe Jansen back. She came back a few games ago with that knee injury. They've also got Shelby Turner back in the lineup today. Carly Dalton uh, is back out under the floor. She will be playing here this afternoon. So the Lions appear to be at full strength heading into this afternoon's ballgame. These two teams did not play one year ago because of COVID and the shortened schedule. So the last time they played was two games in the 2019-20 season. And on February 1st, 2019, here at the Harrington Center, Anderson defeated the Lions 53-49. to Earlier in the season, on December 14th, 2019, the Lions had won by four points, 65 to 61. Overall, the Lions have won 10 of the last 14 against Anderson, and they are 13 and 7 in the last 20 meetings since the 2010 season. Anderson with their new head coach, John Ginn. Ginn was announced the Anderson University head women's basketball coach in June. He comes to Anderson with nine years of coaching experience, and he most recently held the role of assistant coach at NCAA Division III's Covenant College for two years, and he's going up against the Mount for the first time in his career. He's got a career record of one and four, which is identical, of course, to the record that Anderson has this season. And for the Mount, Dan Benjamin in his eighth year, 57 overall wins, 111 defeats. In the Heartland Conference, Bears, 33 wins and 78 defeats. Last year, he was the Heartland Conference Coach of the Year, and his record against Anderson throughout the years is 8 and 4. When we come back, we'll take a look at the college football scoreboard in case you've been somewhere hibernating outside the Cincinnati area over the last few days. You know that the Bearcats are playing for the conference championship and quite possibly a spot in the final four going for the national championship. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some college basketball scores and tell you what happened around the Heartland when we come back to the Heartland Conference 
Parrington Center right after this timeout. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. the Mount St. Joseph campus. It's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, of course, the big stories going around college football the past few days have been the coaching new hires and leavings around the college football world. Lincoln Riley heading from Oklahoma out to USC to take over the Trojans job. And, of course, Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame and heading down south to LSU to take on the Tigers program. And just ironically, just... uh, point of emphasis here, Brian Kelly, the last two jobs that he has left, the Bearcats and Notre Dame, both teams had an opportunity to win a national championship when he left them prior to the end of the season, so just keep that in mind, and the Notre Dame chances of winning a national championship are going up exponentially, because Baylor right now is beating Oklahoma State, the number five team in the country, 21-6 to at halftime in the Big 12 championship game. Elsewhere going on this afternoon in college football, Michigan will be playing at Iowa. That is tonight. Houston is taking on Cincinnati. Cincinnati will host that game at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Also at 4 o'clock, Georgia is taking on Alabama. Utah State will play San Diego State. That game gets underway at 3. That's for the Mountain West Championship. And the University of Louisiana plays Appalachian State at 3.30 coming up later on this afternoon. Now in NCAA college basketball, we'll take a look at that coming up uh, later on here this afternoon when we get a chance to take a look at the scoreboard and let's see if we can see any scores that are going on around the nation and games that are happening right now in top 20 basketball and right now doesn't appear to be anything going on. So in the Heartland Conference on Wednesday night in women's basketball, Ohio Wesleyan defeated Bluffton 54 to 51. Transylvania edged Franklin 72 to 62 and it was Defiance losing to Manchester 68 to 58. Now when you take a look at the conference standings for the Heartland Conference, it's in women's basketball, it is very intriguing as to what's happening because Manchester has really come out and started out like a house of fire. Transylvania is on top with a record of 6-0, and but in the conference they are 1-0. and Manchester also 1-0, and so Manchester and Transy at the top of the conference. Defiance is at 1-1. and Then you've got Hanover, Bluffton, Rose, Anderson, and Earlham who have all not played a game, but they will start their seasons today. Franklin and the Mount in women's basketball are at the bottom of the conference with a record of 0-1, but both of them are 2-3. and When you look at Earlham, not only are they starting out their conference season today, but they are also 0-5 on the year. In men's basketball, well, 
Hanover is on top of the conference along with Franklin and Defiance. They are all at 1-0. and Hanover is at 4-0. and They are unbeaten in their four games. Then comes Franklin at 3-1 and and Defiance is at 2-4. and The Mount, Rose, Bluffton, and Earlham are all st- playing their first conference games this afternoon. The Mount 3-2 and along with Rose Holman. Then comes Bluffton and Earlham. The Mount will be playing Rose Holman next Saturday in both men's and women's basketball. And we'll have that game for you coming up here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. That's next Saturday over in Terre Haute, Indiana. Hopefully it'll be a little warmer than the last time I was in Terre Haute, which was about three weeks ago. And we were outside the press box and it was 30 degrees outside with winds gusting upwards of about 20 miles an hour. And Chris Morris and I really were frigid in the final football game of the year. But now here in Cincinnati, when you take a look outside, this is beautiful football weather. 52 degrees outdoors, bright sunshine, but we're inside, and we're going to be watching two games of basketball here this afternoon. That's the way the weather goes when you're in southern Ohio. Transylvania, Anderson, and Manchester on the men's side are all at 0-1 on the season. So when you take a look at what's happening around the Heartland today, Manchester will be at Earlham. That game will be, should be tipped off right about now. Rose Holman goes to Transylvania. Should be a very interesting game there. Defiance will be at Franklin. That game tips off at two o'clock, same time this one does. And Bluffton will be at Hanover. There is one game going on Monday night. That is Spalding. And they will be playing these Anderson Ravens over in Anderson. That game will tip off at 7.30. And there are two games going on Wednesday night, Kalamazoo will also be at Anderson. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. So remember, the Monday night game for Anderson is at 7.30. The Wednesday night game against Kalamazoo will be at 7 o'clock, both games in Anderson. And Rose Holman will be playing Earlham at Earlham. That's on Wednesday night, and that game will tip off at 7.30. So a lot going on around the basketball world in the Heartland Conference. When we come back, we're going to take a look at wrestling, volleyball, and have a chat with head coach Dan Benjamin. When we return to the Harrington Center, we're about 13 minutes away from the tip-off of this one. I'm Dave Mitchell getting ready for Anderson taking on the Mount St. Joseph University right after this timeout. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Indeed presents Closing the Interview with Mariano Rivera. First, do some research on the team. Hmm, that's a great lineup. And know what you work. Make sure that you have some good lighting. That works too. Then find the right grip and let it fly. Hi. You got this. Hi. Well, as far as what's going on in wrestling around the uh, university here over the last couple of weeks... Mount St. Joseph fell to Lords University in a dual meet up at John Carroll last week, 30-9. to The Lions struggled early on in this duel, but they owned the latter portion of it. Antonio McLeod made his return to the mat in the 184 weight class, and he did what he does best, and that is win. He defeated his opponent 6-1 to on the afternoon. Following McLeod came Cameron Saucerwine, 
Saucer wine, sour wine, excuse me, in the 197 weight class. Took care of business, defeating the opponent by a decision of 6-3. to three. And then in the heavyweight class, Bradley Smith out of Beaver Creek fought hard and won 4-3. to three. In the second duel of the day, John Carroll defeated the Mount 31-9, much like the duel against the Lords. The Lions struggled early but fought hard late to earn points. Antonio McLeod got things going for the Lions again in the 184 weight class by defeating his opponent by decision 12 to 5. Michael Addis also wrestled well and pinned his opponent in the first period to bring the Lions score to 9 to finish off the duel. Today the Lions are traveling to the campus of Ohio Northern in Ada and they'll participate in the Ohio Northern Invitational. The Midwest Collegiate Volleyball League released their 2022 preseason coaches poll for men volleyball, and they voted by the league's nine head coaches. Mount St. Joseph University was picked to finish fourth in the poll. Last season, the Mount finished third in the regular season standings behind the season's preseason favorite to repeat the Griffins of Fontbonne and Mount Union. The Mount also welcomed back a trio of first-team all-MCVL performers from last season's team. Jason Hasher, Ray Sanchez, and Hayden Wood have come back to help the Lions out this this season. Our next basketball broadcast will be coming up right after this one at 4 o'clock as Anderson takes on the Mount in men's basketball. And then coming up next Saturday, we will be over in Rose-Holman for the doubleheader. That'll start at 1 o'clock with the women's game. We'll be on the air at 12.30 with the women's game for pregame. And then the men will play at 3 o'clock next Saturday afternoon. Well, the Anderson Ravens come into this one with a record of 1-4 and four on the year. They are 0-1 at home. They're 1-2 on the road. And they're 0-1 on a neutral floor. John Ginn, in his first season... As a head coach, he's only coached five games. He is one and four in his career. Anderson started out losing their first four games of the year as Ginn was finding his footing as head coach of the Ravens. They fell to Webster, Ohio Northern, and then Wittenberg by double digits. Then they lost to Augustana, 73-65, before winning ten days ago against St. Mary's by eight. And as we told you earlier, their next game will be coming up on Monday night at 7.30. They will be entertaining Spalding, a team that the Lions beat in double overtime a couple of Saturdays ago in the Lauren Hill Classic on a three-pointer with seven seconds to go in the second overtime by Maddie Haberthy. The Lions are 2-3. and three. They're 0-1 in the Heartland Conference. They're 2-3 and three here at home, and they have not been on the road as of yet. Dan Benjamin in his eighth season, he is 33-78 and 78 in his eight years in the Heartland Conference. The Lions have not played on the road. They started out with their first six games here at the Harrington Center, and that's why today is so important for the Lions to come out and take this game with Anderson. And we talked with head coach Dan Benjamin about that and more earlier today. Dan, before today's game against Anderson, first of all, the Defiance game that you played almost a week and a half ago, not a good outcome for you. What happened in that ball game? Yeah, we just didn't, uh, all the way around, didn't play good basketball. We didn't do anything that we uh, put on the scouting report. Uh, our defense was really solid for the first quarter, but after that, it was like we didn't, we were non-existent offensively. We were just putting pressure on ourselves, which in turn affected our defense because they were all worried about scoring and getting us caught up instead of playing 
defense and getting stops so we can go down and, and have an attempt to score. And we we shot the ball okay. I think we were thirty or thirty eight or thirty nine percent for the game, but they were almost fifty fifty five. I think, and you can't you're not going to win no matter what. I mean, they had twenty turnovers to our nine, so you would have yeah. thought that, that the game would have been a lot closer than thirteen points, but. Uh, we didn't put the ball in the hole, and we didn't stop them. So that's two key things to win games. Well, you've had about 10 days off now. What have you worked on during that period? Defense. <laughs> a lot of defense. They did really good over the last four days in practice, you know, with our defense and our rotations and our 2-3 um, zone. And then in our man, we started working on man a little bit more. So hopefully we can run a little bit more of that when we can do that. And then we uh, kind of dummied down the offense a little bit, but added a couple sets to where they can get into a flow of going from one set to the next without stopping. So, And that's pretty pretty um, key for the Princeton offense. So if they can understand that with that constant movement, that makes it hard for teams to stop you. You know, two things I noticed when I was looking at the box score of the Defiance game was how well it appeared that Anaya Murphy played and – as you said prior to we went on tape, uh, Chloe Jansen just couldn't throw the ball in the ocean that game. No, but she had a heck of a defensive game. She was one of only a few, but uh, I think she, she also had some five assists, five steals, which was big. Uh, she might have ended up with six points. So she was close to having a couple, you know, double-double, triple-double. Uh, but Anaya had a great game. She had 18 points. Uh, as soon as she figures out how to play our defense, uh, she's going to be pretty darn good to deal with. But we had, I think Anaya had 18, Maddie had 18, we had a couple with nine, and another one or two with six. So we were well spread out offensively. We just couldn't put the ball in the hole enough. Dan, when you look at this ball game here this afternoon, you, you're 0-1 in the conference. That loss has come at home. Is this Does this game put any added added pressure on the team, added importance because it is at home and you don't want to drop 0-2 in the conference and those two losses be here at home? Yeah, I, I don't know if I would use the word added pressure because sometimes I think we put pressure on ourselves for no reason. You know, we're going to try and get these girls to understand we're approaching this as another game. Yeah, it's a conference game. Yeah, we want to win them all. Um, but we want to also play good, you know. If we win ugly, we'll take it. I'm not going to lie. But uh, if we play well, I'm going to be really excited about that. But uh, Anderson's good coming in. They got uh, Peyton, who's pretty good. And then they got the Dillinger girl at the point, who's pretty good. But, you know, we got Maddie. We got Anaya. We got Chloe. We got four or five other girls playing their role that are going to be key. Haley Scott has gone off on a game and hit 17, which she can do at any given time. Carly's done it before. Um, Shelby Turner's done it. Um, and, and I know with uh, Ellie Oldendick coming back today, she's going to give us some additional uh, power on the uh, offensive end as well as uh, grabbing some boards. Let's talk about Dellinger. She's the reigning Heartland Conference Player of the Week. How do you defend her today? Well, we, we just got to keep her in front of us. We can't let her penetrate. We can't let her start making her threes. Uh, we got to have our trust in our defense and knowing that we're going to pressure her and make her put the ball on the floor so we can, you know, hopefully trap her a little bit more and get some more deflections as well. But the, she's going to get hers. You know, I've been here before. Uh, a lot of people get nervous about that. And uh, I just think if we just play our game, Peyton and Dillinger are going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. What we got to stop is the rest of the team not getting theirs. And if they, if they can have their 40 points between the two of them, that's fine. We'll take 41 between all eight or nine of our girls. But then they've got to guard Maddie Haberthy. How do you expect them to come out and defend her? I think Dillinger will be on her. I think they'll probably uh, deny her the ball a little bit, which is fine. Uh, we've told Maddie that in the past. Sometimes it sucks as a scorer and, you know, it disappoints you, but that, that's just the way it is. If you're sitting off and we're getting an opportunity to get in the lane with a, with a Chloe or a Naya, you know, or a Shelby or a, even Carly coming off of a screen, we'll take that all day long as long as we can get to that layup. 
Big game today. Yep, really big game. We'll see what we got. Uh, they got a new coach, and he's got them playing well. Uh, they're definitely better than what their record is. Uh, I feel we're better than what our record is, but, you know, you got to play the game in order to finish. Good luck today, Dan. Thank you. Well, it is going to be how the Lions play defense against Lexi Dellinger here this afternoon. Dellinger is one of the premier players in the Heartland Conference this year alongside Maddie Haberthy. So it'll be interesting to see on both sides how they defend the best player on each team. Dellinger comes in averaging 22 points per ball game, and she is shooting 83% from the line. Dellinger has been just outstanding this year for the Anderson Ravens. And when you look at what she has done three-point-wise, she's shooting 43% from outside the arc. Dellinger has just been outstanding so far this season. And how the Lions are going to play defense against her will be a very interesting key to this afternoon's ballgame. Speaking of keys, well, the keys for today's ballgame, first of all, for Anderson. They've got to get the ball out quickly. Don't let the Lions set up their defense. Go ahead and get the ball out get it up the floor, and try to get as many baskets as they can in transition, and then get Dellinger off early here this afternoon and put pressure on the Lions defensively to try to stop her. They also need to cut down on their turnovers. As you heard, they had 21 turnovers on Wednesday night in uh, their win, but still, 21 turnovers is a lot to try to overcome. For the Lions today, defense is the key for them, and they've got to hold this game under 60 points here this afternoon. When we come back, we'll have the starting lineups, the opening tip of this afternoon's game one of this doubleheader between Anderson and the Mount St. Joseph Lions coming up right after these timeouts. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, it should be a very entertaining afternoon of basketball here today from the Harrington Center in Cincinnati. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along today on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Heartland Conference schedule really got underway on Wednesday night, but uh, the Lions played their first conference game 10 days ago against Defiance and lost that one 83-70. to Meanwhile, this is game number one in the schedule for the Anderson Ravens and their head coach, John Ginn. They are one and four coming into their first Heartland Conference game of the year. The Lions have won 10 of the last 14 games against Anderson, and they lead the all-time series since 2010, 13 wins against seven defeats against the Ravens, but this is the first time that they have faced John Ginn as a head coach. Dan Benjamin 
He has an 8-4 and four record against Anderson. But the Lions at home against Anderson, they are 7-3. and three. Now, before today's starting lineups, let's pause for our national anthem here from the Harrington Center. time from the Harrington Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Let's check out the starting lineups for this afternoon's ballgame. First of all, for the black and orange clad Anderson Ravens this afternoon at 1-4 and four on the year. They will start at the forward positions here today. Casey Pallett. Pallett is a senior. 5-3, number 2, averaging 3 points per ballgame. McKinley Taylor will be at the other forward. She is averaging... Five points per ball game. She is a 5'10 sophomore, number 31. Peyton Moore will be in the middle, number 24. Moore is a 6'1 senior, averaging 13.8 points per ball game. Jade Shipley will be in the backcourt, a 5'3 junior, averaging four a game. She's number five. And the Heartland Conference Player of the Week, Lexi Dellinger. Dellinger, a 5'5 senior, averaging 22 points per game, shooting 43% from outside the arc. She is number zero, rounding out the starting five for John Ginn in his first year, one and four on the year. Morgan Douglas and Emily Langhoff are his assistants. So it's Pallet, Taylor, Moore, Shipley, and Dellinger starting this afternoon for the Anderson Ravens. For the Mount St. Joseph Lions, they will start the school's all-time leading scorer, Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy, number three on the back of her white uniform, averaging 22.2 points per ball game. She's shooting 79% from the strike. She is a 5-5 senior. At the other forward will be Shelby Turner, number 23, a 5-8 sophomore, averaging 10.8 points per ball game and two rebounds a contest. Haley Scott will be in the middle, number 33, a 5-7 senior. Haley averaging 8.4 points per ball game, and she's also grabbing seven rebounds a contest. And in the backcourt will be number 12, Anaya Murphy. Murphy, a 5-8 freshman, averaging nine and a half points per ball game out of. Cincinnati, or excuse me, Columbus Afrocentric. And Chloe Jansen, number 24, will be starting at the point guard, a 5'7 junior. Jansen averaging eight points and four and a half rebounds per ballgame. So it's Haberthy, Turner, Scott, Murphy, and Jansen for Dan Benjamin in his eighth year. 57 career wins, 111 losses. He is assisted by Joe Howard. Anderson will be going from right to left across your computer screen. They're in their black uniforms with 
orange numerals and lettering and white trim. And for the Lions, they're in their home white uniforms with the Curse of Lions across the front in dark blue along with the numerals and gold trim here this afternoon. Anaya Murphy and Peyton Moore in the center circle to get this one underway. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip is controlled into the backcourt to Anderson, and we're underway in game one of this doubleheader. With it on the right side is Shipley. Shipley with it on the right-hand dribble. Now to Pallet. Pallet gets it off right of the circle to Taylor. Taylor back out front, and Dellinger puts up the first shot up and in. Dellinger from three-point range puts up the first bucket of the ball game, and Anderson is on top of it, 3 to nothing. Chloe Jansen, left corner for the long three, knocks it up. Chloe Jansen had a tough time shooting in the game against Defiance, but puts that one in the bucket. We're knotted up at three. Lions in that 2-3 zone defense that they normally always play. Pallet, Shipley, gets it off right of the lane. Now back outside Dellinger. Another long three won't go, and Anaya Murphy took down the rebound. Murphy will bring it up from left to right into the front court with the right-hand dribble. Murphy running the point, and they put Jansen over the left wing, and that pass over on the left-hand side is knocked away and out of bounds by Peyton Moore. Murphy telegraphed that pass, and Moore came from the left low block out to the wing to knock that one out of bounds. Murphy with the inbounds. Anderson in a man-to-man defense. Jansen with the left wing, kicks it off to Murphy, left corner for the three, rimmed it no good, and Peyton Moore takes down the rebound for the Ravens. Up the floor onto the left side, Shipley, drives down to the left baseline, double team, back out front, and it goes to Dellinger, drives the lane, throws up a floater from five, got it. Dellinger's got five, and Anderson leads it again at five to three. Jansen gets it off to Anaya Murphy. Bounce pass right of the circle, not top of the key to Scott. Back to Murphy. Long three, top side. Hit the side iron, no good. And the rebound taken down by McKinley Taylor. Taylor gets it up the floor to Shipley. Left of the lane, crossover dribble. Knocked out of bounds by Chloe Jansen. And it will stay with Anderson down underneath their own bucket. 8.15 left to go in this first quarter. 5-3, Anderson on top of it. Putting it in play will be Pallet. Pallet inbounds it into the right corner to Dellinger. Lobs a pass on the right baseline to Taylor. Back out to Dellinger to the free throw line. Peyton Moore, one dribble, pivots, gets it back outside to Shipley. Now over on the right side, Dellinger. Dellinger inside the arc. Bounce pass to Moore, not on the shot clock. Moore with the left-hand dribble. Kicks it back outside to Shipley for the long three. Hit the side iron. Nope. And taking down her second rebound of the afternoon is Anaya Murphy. Double teamed in the backcourt. Can't find anyone. And she is going to be fouled on the play. And the foul will be called against McKinley Taylor. That is her first. And that's the first against Anderson as a team. And rushing to the scorer's table right away will be Allison Schaefer, a 6'1 freshman, averaging 3.2 a game. And leaving the contest will be Taylor after picking up her first foul. So Schaefer into the ball game. She is number 34. On the right side, Turner gets it off to Jansen on the right baseline. And Jansen shuffled the feed and turned it over. First T.O. against either team, 5-3. 7.39 left to go in this first quarter of play. Anderson with the lead. You can tell how important this game is. The cheerleaders are decked out in their Christmas adore. Down underneath the Lions bucket. Full court pressure put on by the Lions, but Anderson beats it. Dellinger puts up a 15-footer. Right side won't go. And the rebound knocked out of bounds by Murphy. It will stay with Anderson underneath their own bucket. 
the cheerleaders have not been here as of yet. This is their first game. And they picked the Heartland Conference opener. Inbounds pass. Knocked away from Moore. Picked off the floor by Turner. Moore got it back. Kicks it off on the left-hand side. Shipley. Shipley drives inside the lane. Put up the shot. Won't go, but a foul will be called against the Lions defensively. And that'll be on Shelby Turner. Her first. And the first against the Lions as a team. 7.16 to go in the first period of play. Checking into the ballgame now is Bryn Beard, a 5'4 freshman, averaging 3.2. She is number 10. She's into the game, and leaving is Cassie Pallet. Going line left is Shipley. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. Shipley shooting 50% from the line coming in. That's her first point of the ballgame. She's got a unique routine. Puts that one up, no good off the back iron. She spins the ball around her back before she shoots it. Missed it. And it's 6-3. to three. Coming the other way, Jansen lays it off to Haley Scott. Lost it out of bounds after she missed the shot. And the ball goes back to Anderson. 6-3. Ravens on top of it. 7.07 to go in this first quarter. Again, 2-2-1 full court pressure by the Lions. Up the floor, Dellinger. Across the timeline, gets it off to Moore. Right of the lane. Lobs a pass underneath to Schaefer. Laid it up and in. Anderson did a good job of breaking the press. It's 8-3 Ravens. Bringing it up, Chloe Jansen. Touches her chin to signify the play. Drives left of the lane. Kicks it back out. Scott for the long three. Left of the lane. Nope. Rebound, Maddie Haberty came in and took it away. Haberty left corner for the three. Drove it. Maddie with her first three. Lions have cut it to two now at 8-6. Six Six and a half remaining in the first quarter. On the right side. Shipley kicks it back out. Dellinger bounce pass to Moore. Stripped away. Stolen away by Scott. And a foul will be called on Peyton Moore. Moore just kind of lost her footing and bumped into Moore. Into Scott for the foul. Coming into the ballgame now. Ellie Oldendick. Oldendick left school. Then came back. And this will be... Her first appearance into the ball game. Olden Dick, a 5'9 sophomore, played last year for the Lions. And the Lions have the ball with a chance to tie or take the lead. Carly Dalton into the ball game also for the Lions. Around a pick by Olden Dick. Dalton with it on the right side. Good defense by Anderson. Underneath pass to Olden Dick. Back to Dalton on the back door. Laid it up too hard. And the rebound taken down by Peyton Moore. Moore clears it off up the floor into the front court to Beard. Beard right wing to Dellinger. Put it up. Got it. Dellinger has got two threes, eight points in the ball game. And it's 11-6. Anderson on top. 5.40 to go in the first quarter. Murphy sideline left. Around a pick by Golden Dick. Drives the lane. Lays it up off the glass and rim it in. Murphy with her first two. And again, the full court pressure. Lions down by three. Dellinger double teamed in the backcourt. Picks up the dribble. Goes on the left-hand side. Gets it off to Schaefer on the right wing. Peyton Moore drives inside the lane. Ran into a double team. And an offensive foul will be called on Peyton Moore. And that will be her second. Big second personal foul. And immediately off of John Ginn's bench. Comes McKinley Taylor back into the ball game as Peyton Moore will have to sit down. And that's nine rebounds that John Ginn just lost on that second personal. And 
Now the official came over to say something to the scorer's table. Don't know what that was about, but it's still 11-8. to Anderson on top of it. Murphy on the right wing. Back over to Chloe Jansen, top of the key. Jansen on the back door to Carly Dalton. Puts it up left of the lane. Nope, but she was fouled on the shot. And Carly will go line left. Line right, excuse me, shooting two. And Allison Schaefer picks up her first personal foul. It's the fourth against Anderson as a team. Carly Dalton going line right. Dalton shooting 31% from the free throw line. Puts that one up and in. Lions have got to do a better job from the stripe. They came in shooting 67% as a team, which is near the bottom of the Heartland Conference. Dalton spins the second one, puts it up. High arc, hit her off the side iron. No good. And the rebound taken down by Dellinger. Dellinger brings it across the timeline. Five minutes to go pick up the dribble. And she gets it on the right side. Threw it right past Reese Colchester. And out of bounds. And the turnover will give it back to the Lions. But before that happens, we've got the media timeout. 4.57 remaining to go in the first quarter. Your score, Anderson 11, the Mount 9 on Ultimate Sports Talk. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, a proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Well, look at the scoreboard around Division I college men's basketball. Mississippi defeating Memphis this afternoon in the second half by 11, 60-49. Michigan is on top of San Diego State. They moved that game to a noon start because of the Michigan-Iowa national, or not national championship, Big Ten championship game. 45-38 Michigan on top of that one. Colorado beating Tennessee 8-4. to That's early in the first half. And Wisconsin with seven minutes to go, leading Marquette 66-53. to Here in the first quarter, Lions down by two, 11-9. But after that media timeout, Jansen will bring it across. Anderson in the man-to-man. Murphy's going to drive left of the lane, lay it up with a right-hand shot. No good, spun out, and Oldendick picked up the foul as she knocked the ball out of bounds. So Ellie Oldendick with her first personal. And that is the second team foul against the Lions here this afternoon. Up the floor on the left-hand side is Cole Klesser. Cole Klesser puts it up, no good, and the rebound taken down by Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy gets it off top of the circle. Stop, look for the shot. Bounce pass underneath to Olden Dick, right of the lane. Clears it off to Dalton in the right corner. Double team. Back out to Olden Dick. Right wing Murphy all alone for the three. Drilled it. Anaya Murphy's got five in the ball game on her first three. And the Lions take the lead for the first time today at 11, 12 to 11. And then they turn the ball over and the Lions get it back. Up the floor, Olden Dick layup on a pass from Jansen. Laid it up and in. Olden Dick gives the Lions a three-point lead at 14 to 11. Dellinger in the backcourt. Gets it off to McKinley. Now back to Dellinger. Tried to put up the shot. Blocked out of the air by Murphy. Pulled down by Jansen. Jansen brings it up on the run. Kicks it off to Murphy. Left wing three-pointer. Hit the back iron. No good. And the rebound taken down by Beard. Beard will bring it up the right side. Stop shy of the half-court strike. 
Over on the left side to McKinley. Now to Dellinger. Left to Lane. Kicks it off the Beard. Top of the circle. Three. Got it. Beard did not hesitate off the assist from Dellinger. And we're knotted up at 14. We knew this one was prone to be a good game. And so far it is at 14. Tied up with a Dalton on the right-hand side. Dalton dribbles out. Shut off by Schaefer. Now crossover dribble. Drives right of the lane. Stops and she walked with the basketball. That is the second turnover of the game. Now Shelby Turner comes back into the ball game. Julia Gooding checks in for the first time. And Haley Scott checks back in. So Haberthy, Jansen, Gooding, Scott, and Turner are in the ball game now for the Lions. 3.13 to go in the first quarter. We're knotted up at 14. Anderson breaks the press. They get the ball up the floor to Shipley. Shipley on the right-hand side. Pallet, who's come back into the ballgame. Pallet, Honda by Haberthy. Down at McKinley. Top of the key. Dellinger left of the circle. Three. Got it. Dellinger came in averaging 22 points a game. She's got half of that. And we played just almost eight minutes of the first quarter. Shelby Turner, right wing three. Put it up no good. Rebound fell right into the hands of Gooding. And tying her up is McKinley. And the jump ball will give it back to the mount as Anderson got the opening tip 17-14 Ravens on top of it with it on the right side is Jansen Jansen on top of the circle to Haberthy with a couple of dribbles down to the wing into the right corner Gooding for the long three from the corner no hit good rebound Turner knocked it out to Haberthy top of the circle to Jansen and she'll reset the offense Shot clock resets to 15 on the left baseline. Now to Gooding, left of the lane. Bounce pass to right side to Turner. Out front to Jansen. Long three, top of the circle. No good by Chloe. Haberthy got the rebound, and she's fouled. Nobody boxed out Maddie as she came in from the weak side. And Haberthy got the offensive rebound, and she'll go to the line, shooting one and one. 2.13 to go, and that foul committed by Cassie Pallet. That is her first. And that's the first, or fifth, against Anderson as a team. Haberthy with three, just hit four. And she cans the free throw. Shooting 79% from the stripe this year. Haberthy second one, put it up and in. Maddie with five, 17-16. Anderson by a point. Jansen is out of the ball game, and Anaya Murphy has checked back in for her. 2-10 to go. Dellinger in the backcourt. Feeds it into the frontcourt to Pallet. Check that. That's Shipley. Top of the key to Pallet. Now back to Shipley on the right wing. Fakes left. Goes right to the baseline. Kicks it back outside to Pallet. Now to Dellinger. Dellinger dribbles to the free throw line. Schaefer, 15-footer. Got it. Good ball movement by Anderson. And they lead it by three again. 19-16. to A minute 45 to go in this first quarter. Into the frontcourt, Murphy. Murphy with a crossover dribble between the legs, left of the lane. She's going to throw it up, and the shot is no good. But she drew the foul from Anderson. And it appears that foul is going to be called on McKinley, and if that's the case, that will be her second. And it will be. Minute 39 to go. Now McKinley's going to leave the ball game, And so is Dellinger. Dellinger's going to get a breather. Line right. Is Anaya Murphy put that one up and in? Murphy's got six. She came in shooting just 20% from the line this year. 
Second one by Murph from line right. Isaac shoots it. Just grazed the front iron. Shelby Turner got the rebound. Put it up. No, but a foul is called. Underneath on Peyton Moore. Shelby Turner just snuck right in there and grabbed the offensive rebound and drew the foul. So going line right will be Shelby Turner. Turner. Shooting 71%. Drills that one. Draws the Lions to within two with her first free throw. That foul, by the way, was called against Bryn Beard. So the freshman picks up her first. And Turner hits the second one and draws the Lions to within a point. Up the floor is Shipley. Stops, pops a 14-footer right wing. No good. And the rebound, Anaya Turner. Turner throws a baseball pass up the floor and it went right through the hands of Peyton Moore. Incomplete. And the Lions will get the ball just to the left of the Anderson bench. 121 left to go in this first quarter. We're knotted up at 19. Inbounds pass to Haberthy. Haberthy looked right, now dribbles left between the circles. 20 on the shot clock. On the right side, Murphy. Murphy looking, goes around a pick by Scott. Between the legs dribble, bounce pass to Scott right of the lane. Back to, Mur- to Murphy, laid it up too hard. And the rebound taken down by Schaefer. Clears it off up the floor into the front court. To Murphy, excuse me, to Peyton Moore. Now back outside, it goes to Brent Beard. Beard off the pallet, right of the lane. Two more, couple of dribbles, right of the lane, put it up from five, no good, and a foul called on Haley Scott. Scott got just a little too much of the arm on Moore as she was shooting that shot. That'll be her first, team's third. 47 and a half seconds to go in this first quarter. And Peyton Moore goes line left. Dip shoots and got it. Moore shooting 83% from the stripe. That's her first point of ball game. And it gives the Ravens the lead again at 20 to 19. Second one by Moore from line left at the front iron and it fell. Moore with her first two. 21-19. Gooding out of the ball game. And Chloe Jansen will check back in. Jansen with the basketball with Murphy, Haberthy, Scott, and Turner with the ball right now with the Lions on the floor. Now Murphy, top of the key for the two-pointer. Put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Cassie Pallett. Pallett clears it up the floor into the front court to Shipley. Shipley kicks it back outside, and before she can do that, she walked with the ball. That is the fifth turnover of the ball game against Anderson compared to just two for the Lions. Olden Dick back into the ball game, and Scott will leave with 29 seconds to go. Lions can tie or take the lead here on this possession. And with 29 seconds on the clock, they can run it down and take the last shot. 21-19 Anderson. Jansen will bring it up from left to right. Across the timeline in the center circle. Jansen with 20 seconds left to go in the first quarter. It is 21-19 Anderson. Jansen with a right-hand dribble against Beard. Kicks it off into the left corner to Oldendick for the three. Missed everything. Rebound taken down by Schaefer. Gets it back off to Beard. Beard with five seconds left. Gets it up the floor. Knocked away and out of bounds by Anaya Murphy. But it went off the hands of Anderson's Jade Shipley. And it will be the Lions' ball. 
So the Lions will get the basketball at midcourt, 2.6 seconds to go in this first quarter. Jansen will trigger it in, looking for Haberthy. Gets it to Haberthy. Haberthy, one dribble, throws it up, no good, missed everything. And that'll do it here at the end of the first quarter. And Anderson, in a fast and furious first quarter, has a two-point lead. 21-19 Anderson over the mound here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, the Lions shooting just 5 of 19 from the field for 26%, so their shooting woes continue, but they are down by just 2, 21-19. Anderson did a nice job from the floor, 7 of 13 for 54%, and 4 of 6 from 3-point range for 67%. Lexi Dellinger leading the way with 11 points for Anderson, and Anaya Murphy is leading the Lions here this afternoon with six points. Maddie Haberthy, five. Three to Chloe Jansen, two to Shelby Turner and Ellie Oldendick, and one to Dalton. Pallet is out onto the floor with Shipley, McKinley, Dellinger, and more. And Anderson gets the ball to open up the second quarter, leading it by two, lines again in that 2-3 zone. On the left side, Dellinger, left of the lane, Moore, got the ball knocked free, tipped it back outside, goes to Dellinger, top of the key, McKinley, for the three, no good, rebound goes out of bounds, back to the Lions. 21-19, 9.44 remaining, Lions, Haberthy with the basketball, along with Murphy, Jansen, Scott, and Turner. That's the starting five for the Lions. With the top of the key, Turner, left-hand dribble, got the ball knocked free by McKinley. She's playing with two fouls, remember that. With it, Turner, still against McKinley, now to Scott, into the right corner to Jansen, drives right baseline, puts up the reverse layup, good, and it will count, and she's fouled. Well, what a nice shot by Chloe Jansen, and she is fouled by McKinley, and that is going to be her third. And the first against Anderson. And McKinley will sit down and back into the ball game is Schaefer. Jansen with five, shooting 44% from the stripe this year. Put it up and in. Jansen with six. And the Lions have regained the lead at 22-21. to 21. Murphy out of the ball game now. And checking back in is Oldendick. 2-2-1. Full court pressure put on by the Lions. Moore up the floor, goes to Shipley, and Shipley is the benefactor of a foul called against Haley Scott. Scott with too much of a hand check on the drive. That is her first. Lions committed two turnovers compared to six for Anderson in that first half and rebounds. Anderson grabbed 12, and so did the Lions, but the Lions also had three assists compared to just six for Anderson. That shot put up no good. Rebound taken down by Jansen. Jansen drives the lane, trying to feed a pass and it's stolen away by Dellinger. Dellinger leading the break. Top of the key to the left of the lane. Kicks it off to Shipley standing on the baseline out of bounds. 
So the turnover will give it back to the Lions with 8.56 to go, and they lead it 22-21. Carly Dalton into the ballgame now for Mount St. Joseph. From left to right comes Jansen. She's wearing that brace, and that pass intercepted by Moore. Jansen triggered that one, just telegraphed it. And then Moore committed an offensive foul as she threw an elbow. And on Peyton Moore, that's going to be her third personal. Second against the Ravens. So now McKinley and Moore, the two big girls for Anderson this afternoon, are each on the bench with three personal fouls. We doubt we're going to see them the rest of the game. Holklesser is back into the ball game now for Anderson in place of Moore. Dalton with it right side, drives right of the lane, kicks it off to Jansen, right baseline. Three got it! Chloe Jansen has got nine in the ballgame, and the Lions lead it now. Their biggest lead, 25-21. Full court pressure, ball knocked free, ball loose on the floor, taken away by the Lions. Haberthy, left wing, stopped. Tried to get a pass underneath, knocked free, and stolen away by Cole Cluster. Gets it up the field to Shipley. Stop and go dribble down to the right baseline, around underneath the rim. Gets it back out to Dellinger, left sideline three, got it. Boy, you cannot give her an opening. Dellinger's got 14, four three-pointers this afternoon, and it's a one-point mount lead. Left wing, Haberthy the other way, drilled it again. Well, here we go. <laughs> the shootout begins. Haberthy with eight, Lions by four again at 28-24. Into the front court, Dellinger to the free-throw line. Gets it off Schaefer. 17-footer left of the circle, no. Dellinger got the rebound. Dellinger... With the top of the circle, drilled it. That was Beard that got the rebound, excuse me, but Dellinger now has got 17 on five threes, and it's 28-27. Mount leads it by a point. Right wing, Shelby Turner, top of the key. Turner spins to her left, drives the lane, throws up a floater off the back iron, bounced high, fell in. Turner's got four, Lions lead it by three again, 30-27. to Into the front court. Anderson, Dellinger, long three, right wing, missed everything and goes out of bounds. Anaya Murphy will check into the ball game. Maddie Haberthy will get a breather with eight points. Murphy checks back into the contest with six. Lions by three, 6.53 to go in this second quarter. Bring it across the timeline will be Chloe Jansen. Jansen guarded by Dellinger as Anderson is stuck in that man-to-man defense since we began this ball game. Crossover dribble, Jansen drives the lane, stops, pops a 10-footer, got it. Boy, nice quick move by Jansen. She's got 11, and the Lions lead it by five. Now that's their biggest lead at 32-27 in the backcourt. Hallett, Hallett gets it across the timeline to Schaefer, the freshman. Schaefer back over on the right wing to Beard. Beard stops into the left corner through Cole Klesser's hands and out of bounds. That's the tenth turnover of the game. We said that was one of the keys today. Anderson had 21 turnovers in their game on Wednesday night, and they couldn't afford to have a lot of those today. And right now they've got ten here in the first half. Jansen out in the center circle. Now Anderson falls into a 2-3 zone. Jansen kicks it off. Shelby Turner, left corner. Three, got it! Shelby Turner with seven. 
Time out, Anderson. 5.54 to go in this first half. Your score, the Lions 35, the Ravens 27 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees Medical Family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Well, in college football, Baylor, number nine in the country, leading Oklahoma State, number five in the country, with 413 to go in the third quarter, 21 to 13. And that has major implications on what the final four would be for the national championship. Cincinnati, you would think, would get in with a win, but right now they are at number four in the country, but number five losing would really be an advantage to the Bearcats. And Notre Dame sitting at number six. And you never know, they may, they may sneak in. 5.54 left to go in this first half of action, and after that timeout, Anderson has it back, down 35-27. Dellinger in the backcourt. Goes off the pallet on the right side, back to Dellinger. Kicks it off to Cole Plesser, back over to Pallet, right baseline. It goes to Beard, drives the baseline, try to feed a pass underneath, but it was knocked out of bounds by Murphy. And it will stay at that end of the floor in Anderson. Lions have really heated it up here in the second quarter. They are 6 of 6 from the field in this second period. Left wing Dellinger, long three by Lexi, got it. She has got 20. And Dan Benjamin may have to employ the John Wooden rule. Let your stars score as many points as they can and just hold everybody else down. 35-30. Lions lead it by five. Dalton's going to drive right side, kick it off to Murphy, dribbles to the right of the lane, back out to Oldendick, left wing now to Maddie Haberty. Crossover dribble inside the arc, down to Turner, left corner, three again, no good. Rebound Oldendick, got a handle on it, bounced it out of bounds, and it will go back to... Anderson with 5.02 remaining. Cole Klesser will leave and checking back into the lineup is Jade Shipley. Beard in the, the backcourt. Kicks it off to Pallet on the right side. Back to Beard. Beard gets a bounce pass over to Pallet. Dribbles up the right side around a pick all the way to the hole. Laid it up too hard over the rim. And the rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. She'll dribble it out of a crowd and bring it across the timeline from left to right with 440 to go in this first half. Dalton, stop and go dribble right of the lane, kicks it off to Murphy, right wing for the three, and Anaya drilled it. Anaya's got nine, she's got two threes, and it's 38-30, Lions by eight. Into the front court, Dellinger, right wing, three, long one, and rimmed it around, no good. And the rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. Gets it up the floor to Haberthy. To the top of the key, crossover, left of the lane, dribbles all the way, it will go! And Haberthy is fouled on the way to the bucket. Foul will be called on Shipley, that is her first. And that will be the third against the Ravens as a team. Haberthy has got ten. And she'll go to the line looking to complete the conventional three-point play. Gooding into the ball game. Dalton will leave. 
And Jansen has checked back into the lineup. And sitting down, Shelby Turner. 4.16 to go in the half. Haberty got the free throw. Maddie with 11. And it's 41-30. Lions by 11. In the backcourt, Beard kicks it off on the left side to Pallet. Underneath to Schaefer. Back out front, top of the key. Beard, long three, right of the circle. No good. Rebound taken out in the baseline by Pallet. Lost it out of bounds off her hip. And it will go back to the Lions. That is 11 turnovers in the ballgame. On Anderson compared to five for the Lions so far. We've still got just under four minutes to go in the first half. Jansen with it inside the center circle with the right-hand dribble between the legs. 15 on the shot clock. Dribbles to the top of the key. Left hand spins to her left. And a hand check foul is going to be called on Anderson. And that is on Beard. Bryn Beard with her second. And that is the fourth against Anderson as a team. So from now on, the Lions will be going to the line. Chloe Jansen will trigger it in play. Does top of the key to Anaya Murphy. Back over to Jansen. To Murphy, top side. Murphy's going to drive left to the lane, but she shuffled the feet on the way to the bucket. Three thirty-eight to go. At halftime, we'll check all the scores happening around the Heartland and also around college basketball and football today. Bring it across the timeline. Beard. Left wing to the arc. Top of the key pallet. Now back over on the right-hand side. Shipley outside to Beard. To Bellinger. Down into the right corner. To Shipley. Top of the key. Bellinger. Back outside. Beard. Seven on the shot clock. Into the corner. Gooding. And a foul will be called. I believe that's going to be on Gooding. And it will be. Julia Gooding, the six-foot freshman for the mound, picks up her first. And that will be the second against the Lions as a team. So Beard will put it in play right of her own bucket underneath. Looking, gets a lob pass out to Schaefer. Top of the key, Dellinger shoots it with Murphy's hand in her face. No good. Rebound off the front rim and out of bounds. Goes back to the Lions with 3.05 remaining. Coming up after this one, the men's game between Anderson and Mount St. Joseph. And that one should be as equally fun to watch. Three minutes exactly to go in this first half. Jansen brings it up the left side. Jansen running the point now. Top of the key with a right-hand dribble. Crossover. Bounce pass. Goes to Oldendick. Back to Jansen. Got the ball knocked away. And a foul is going to be called on Anderson. And that is against Cassie Pallet. And on Pallet, that is going to be her second personal foul. But that's the fifth on Anderson, so Pallet will leave. And checking back in is Cole Cluster, and going line right is Jansen, and she banked in that free throw, turned around and looked at everybody like, that is not what I wanted to do. Jansen with 12. Shoots that one and got that one. Well, sometimes you just got to have the shooters touch. And on that one, Jansen did. 43-30, Lions by 13. Again, the full court pressure. Bring it across the timeline. Shipley tried to get a pass on the right side. Knocked free. Stolen away by Dalton. Up the floor to Jansen. It's five on four. Left wing, Oldendick for the three. No good. Hit the back iron. Rebound going over the top. 
is Carly Dalton and picking up the foul as she went right over the back of Bryn Beard. Dalton with her first. And that's the third against the Lions with two and a half to go in this second quarter. Bounce pass. Pull Flesser and a foul is going to be called against the Lions and that will be their fourth. And it's going to be against Carly Dalton. Carly with her second personal. She'll lead the ball game. Julia Gooding will come back in. Now Anderson will be in the bonus for the rest of the half. Beard will put it in play right of her own bucket. And does to Dellinger. Top of the key, Schaefer. Back to Dellinger. Right wing, long three. Got it. Boy, her range has no bounds. Dellinger with 23. She's got six threes in this first half. And it's 43-33. Mount with the lead. Top of the key, Jansen. Jansen kicks it off to Gooding. Left baseline three. Just grazed the front iron. Rebound knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Jansen. Drives the lane. Laid it up and in. Jansen with 15. And it's a 12-point mount lead again. Into the front court. Jansen ran right over the top of McKinley, who's back into the ball game now. And Jansen picked up the foul. On Chloe. That will be her first, but that puts the Lions over the limit. Boy, it's amazing. Anderson has committed 12 fouls in this game compared to just six against the Lions. McKinley goes line left, put it up off the back iron, won't go. McKinley shooting 33% from the strike. 145 left to go. In this first half, McKinley the second one, got it. That's her first point of the ball game. And it's 45-34, a minute 40 to go. Across the timeline will be Chloe Jansen. 20 seconds on the shot clock, a minute 35 in the game clock. Jansen with the right-hand dribble against Dellinger. Jansen, 12 on the shot clock, top of the key, spins to her left, crossover, spins to her left again, got the ball knocked free, and we've got a foul called, I believe, both of the officials blew their whistle at the same time, and that's going to be a foul called, I believe, on Chloe Jansen, and it will be. That is her second personal foul. Not sure what they got Chloe doing, but the underneath official blew his whistle. So did the outside official. Not sure the underneath official knew what he was going to call, but the outside official did. And going line left is Beard puts it up in. Or excuse me, Dellinger put it up and in. Dellinger, 24. Missed that one. Rebound taken down by Schaefer. Put it up, blocked from behind. Schaefer got him back. Schaefer back outside to Beard. On the right side, McKinley dribbles down to the baseline, and a hand check foul will be called against the Lions again. And that's against Julia Gooding. Gooding picks up the foul. That is her second. Now she will check out, and Olden Dick is back in. Lions are without Keisha Pouncey today, and I don't even see her on the bench this afternoon. Line left, McKinley put it up and in. 
We were not informed that Pouncey was not going to play. Second one by McKinley is up, and that one is around the rim and in. McKinley with three, and it's 45-37, and slowly but surely, Anderson clawing their way back into this one. They're down by eight. Into the front court comes Matty Haberthy. Top of the key, Anaya Murphy on the right side, Dalton. Dalton around a pick by Oldendick. Stops double team back to Oldendick. Pass underneath to Murphy. Murphy got hammered trying to put the shot up, and it was no good. And she will go to the line off the foul by Lexi Dellinger. That is the first on Dellinger. 57 and a half seconds to go in this first half. Lions lead it 45-37, but Murphy line right, put it up, and hit the front iron no good. Murphy had no arc on that ball at all. That was a line drive right off the front rim. Second one, dips, shoots. That one's got a little more air, and she got it. Murphy with 10, 46-37, and an offensive foul called on the play against Jade Shipley at midcourt. That is one of those calls where you can almost say that the Lions did not give Shipley a step. But the official saw it as she did. And that is the second against Shipley. 50 seconds to go. Lions by nine with the ball. Jansen on the left-hand side. Goes to Murphy. Murphy crossover dribble. Hands it off to Turner. Bounce pass top of the key. Oldendick. Oldendick looks for the back door. Clears it off to Turner. Got the ball knocked free. Ball loose and a foul is going to be called on Murphy. Murphy got the ball knocked free and went for the ball. And evidently got Pallet on the arm. But the official actually made the made the signal like he was throwing somebody out. But the foul goes against Murphy. That is her first. And going line left is Pallet. Put it up no good. Second one by Pallet from line left. That one. High arc off the back iron. Nope. And the rebound, Murphy. Murphy with her fourth rebound of the afternoon. Lions are just two seconds ahead of the shot clock on the game clock. Backdoor pass goes to Jansen. Right baseline, back out front, Murphy. She'll reset the offense. 16 seconds. 11 on the shot clock. With it, Murphy. Back out to Turner. Turner, right side, drives the lane all the way to the hole. Lit it up too hard, missed everything. And a foul is going to be called after the fact. And that will be against Cole Plesser. Cole Plesser picks up her first personal. Now Maggie Schoolfield is coming into the ball game for the first time. Sitting down will be Haley Scott. Chloe Jansen's out of the game also. As Olden Dick is back in and going line right is Shelby Turner. Turner with 6.7 seconds to go. Put that one up. Hit the side iron. No good. And of course from the Anderson crowd you hear the ball don't lie. 46-37. 6.7 seconds. Spins it. Turner shoots it. Got that one. Turner has got eight, three or four from the line, up the floor. 
into the front court. Shipley throws up a shot, and it'll be an offensive foul called on Shipley with a half a second to go. And that's three on Shipley. So now it's Taylor, Moore, and Shipley, each with three. Heading into this second half of action, half a second to go. And the Lions will roll it in. It'll be grabbed by Haberthy, and that's the game. end of the half. But the Lions, with a stellar performance, 28 points in the second quarter, and they shot 9 of 12 from the field in the second quarter, and they lead it by a score of 47 to 37. The Lions have opened up a 10-point lead here at the half. When we come back, we'll look at the scores and the stat story of this afternoon's first half of action when we return after this timeout. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store, or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, the Lions lead this one by 10 here at the half, 47-37. to And that was quite a second quarter put on by the Lions here this afternoon. But there's a lot of games going on here today. This is Championship Saturday in college football. One game going on right now, and that is Oklahoma State and Baylor. And it has been this way for a long time. There's 11.40 left to go in the ball game. And Baylor, number nine in the country, leading Oklahoma State 21-13. And believe me, that has major implications as to what can happen when the Final Four is finally discovered here in the next few days. Lions leading it here by 10 elsewhere later on this afternoon. Coming up at 3 o'clock, Utah State will be playing San Diego State in the Mountain West Championship game. Cincinnati entertains Houston in the conference title game. That's at 4. Also at 4, Georgia plays Alabama. And at 8 o'clock tonight, Pitt goes to Wake to take on Wake Forest for the ACC Championship. And Michigan will play Iowa tonight over in Indianapolis. And that game will be at 8 o'clock on 
ABC. That's where that, or excuse me, that game's going to be on Fox later on here this evening. Game two of our double hundred this afternoon will be coming up about a half an hour after this first game, where the Lions lead it by 10, 47 to 37. But when you look at this game, the Lions really took advantage of the situation in the second quarter, and we'll talk more about that when we come back after this timeout. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator, and when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, in that second quarter, the Lions really started hitting their shots from the outside and and they in that second quarter they ended up shooting 75% from the field there were 9 of 12 from the field in that second quarter of play and the Lions ended up shooting 75% they were 4 of 7 from 3 point range for 57% and they were 6 of 8 from the free throw line for 75% in that second quarter of play but the difference was the defense that the Lions played between the first quarter and the second quarter. And that was the difference in this ball game. In the first quarter, the Lions gave up 54% of the shots that Anderson put up on 7 of 13 and 4 of 6 from three-point range for 67%. But in the second quarter, the defense stiffened, and the Lions only gave up 31% of the shots that Anderson put up that went in. Anderson was 4 of 13 in the second quarter for 31%, and they were 4 of 9 from three-point range for 44%. And that's why the Lions picked up the lead here at halftime by 10 47 to 37. There are some other games going on in men's college basketball this afternoon. Let's take a look at those scores. A couple of finals. Mississippi defeated Memphis this afternoon, 67 to 63. Seton Hall just went right after Nyack by a final of 113 to 67. Villanova defeated St. Joe's, 81 to 52. It was Wisconsin beating up on Marquette, 89 to 76. Michigan took San Diego State, 72 to 58. In the first half of action, Tennessee is leading Colorado, 32 to 24. Yale over Auburn, or excuse me, Auburn over Yale, 47 to 30 in that ball game. Toledo is going to play Michigan State later on this afternoon. Arkansas Pine Bluff will be going to Baylor in college basketball. Utah, UConn will entertain Grambling. BYU goes to Missouri State. 
and Arkansas Little Rock will be playing Arkansas later on this afternoon. Take one more time out, then we'll take a look at the individual stats of this afternoon's game after this. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, when you take a look at this afternoon's individual stats, you've only really got to look at two different stats, and that's the matchup between Lexi Dellinger and Maddie Haberthy, two of the greats here in the Heartland Conference this year. And so far, it has been a shootout between those two. But Dellinger right now is winning the shootout. She's got 24 points on 8 of 14 from the field. And she is 7 of 11 from three-point range and 1 of 2 from the free-throw strike. She's grabbed two rebounds. She's got 24 points in the ballgame. And for the Lions, Maddie Haberthy has scored just 11 points in the ballgame, but her team leads by 10 at 47 to 37. Dellinger with those 24 points. And then everybody else, the Lions have really held down. Four points going to... Allison Schaefer. Schaefer was 2 of 4 from the field. She grabbed 5 rebounds in the first half. Schaefer with 4 points in the first half. 3 points each going to Taylor. And also, not only Taylor, but also Beard with 3 points in the ball game. 2 points going to Peyton Moore. And Shipley has got 1 point. But boy, boy, take a look at the foul situation that Anderson is in right now. They have got Peyton Moore, McKinley Taylor, and Jade Shipley, each with three, two fouls to Cassie Pallett and Bryn Beard in the ballgame. As a team, Anderson committed 16 fouls in that first half compared to 11 for the Lions. And the Lions don't have anybody with more than two, but they've got Haley Scott, Chloe Jansen, Carly Dalton, and Julia Gooding each with two in the first half of action. 
But the thing about it is for the Lions, not only do they have Maddie Haberthy with 11, but she's not leading the way for the Lions. They've got two other girls in double figures. Leading the way is Chloe Jansen with 15 points. She is 5 of 6 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3-point range, and 3 of 3 from the free throw line. Jansen has also grabbed a rebound, has two assists, two steals, and a blocked shot in the ball game in 17 minutes of action. And Anaya Murphy has added 10 of her own on 3 of 9 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3-point range, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, and a personal foul also in 17 minutes. 8 points going to Shelby Turner. 2 of 4 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3-point range, 3 of 4 from the line with a rebound and an assist. And 2 points to Ellie Oldendick on 1 of 3 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3-point range. Oldendick has grabbed 2 rebounds, dished out 2 assists also. And Carly Dalton has added 1 point in the ballgame on 0 of 1 from the field, but of course she's got that 1 free throw. Lions lead it by 10 from the field overall. The Lions 14 of 31 for 45%, 7 of 19 for 36% from three-point range, and 12 of 16 from the line for 75%. The Lions have committed eight turnovers and 11 personal fouls. They've stole the balls five times and grabbed 18 rebounds as a team. Anderson has also grabbed 18 rebounds as a team. And overall, they're 11 of 26 from the field for 42.3%. They're 8 of 15 from three-point range for 53%. And 7 of 12 from the free-throw line for 58% in the ballgame. The Lions led the ballgame twice. Anderson four times. It was tied up twice. And the lead changed hands once. And we are at halftime. And it is 47-37. The Lions lead it. Here at the half by 10 over Anderson. And don't forget, coming up after this one, the second game of the afternoon where the Lions will be taking on Anderson. And that game will get underway about a half an hour after this one. I'm Dave Mitchell. Second half action is coming up next. It's the Mount 47, the Ravens 37 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. And get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right, they can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Well, here is where the loss of Peyton Moore and McKinley Taylor has hurt Anderson this afternoon. The Lions have outscored Anderson 14-2 to in the paint here this afternoon. Anderson had a two-point lead at the end of the first quarter, 21-19, to but the Lions outscored Anderson in that second quarter, 28-16, to and that's how they lead it by 10 here, 47 to 37. Maddie Haberthy 
will start it out for the Lions along with Shelby Turner, Chloe Jansen, Haley Scott, Ananiah Murphy. Coming out onto the floor, Jade Shipley for Anderson. Lexi Dellinger with those 24 points here this afternoon. McKinley Taylor and Peyton Moore, each with three personal fouls, are back out on the floor. And Cassie Powell. So the starting lineups for both teams are back out on the floor to start this one. 47-37. to 37. And Maddie Haberthy will trigger it in, and the Lions have the basketball going from right to left across your computer screen. I'm Dave Mitchell. As we open up second half action, Jansen drives the lane, tried to feed a pass, and it's stolen away by Dellinger. Gets it up the floor to Peyton Moore, and she stops and gets it back to Dellinger. And the Ravens will set up the offense down by Ted. With it on the left-hand side is Pallet. Feeds it to the left elbow, underneath pass to Taylor. And Taylor lost it on the baseline and out of bounds. Nine and a half left to go in this third quarter of play. We've played just 30 seconds, and the Lions with a 10-point lead. Both teams have had a turnover so far to start this third quarter. Jansen on the back door to Haberthy. Feeds it off to Murphy to the free throw line. 14-footer off the glass iron and no good. And the rebound taken down by Taylor. Taylor has got just two rebounds here this afternoon. Ball not free by Pallet. Pallet gets it off to Dellinger. Right wing. Over off to Shipley for the long three. No good. Nice box out by the Lions. And Jansen picks it up off the floor. Jansen from right to left on the run. Gets it off to Murphy. Left wing three by Anaya. No good. Rebound tapped outside. And it comes into the hands of Shipley, who gets it back to Dellinger. Pallet with it across the timeline with the right-hand dribble. Guarded by Turner. Lions in it. Semi-man-to-man, lobs it over left of the lane to Peyton Moore, dribbles in against Scott, Turner on shot on the baseline, crawls off the front of the rim, hung there, and fell into the hands of Anaya Murphy. Murphy will get it off to Chloe Jansen, who again signals the play by touching her chin against the 2-3 of Anderson. Now Anderson falls back into a man-to-man. With it on the right side, Haberthy bounce pass to Anaya Murphy at the free throw line. Murphy drives right of the lane, laid it up, and in, and she's fouled. Boy, the one thing that Murphy has done over this past ten days is she's not playing out of herself. And what I mean by that is as Pallet picks up her third personal foul, Murphy has committed just one turnover in the game so far today. She is not trying to do more than she can do. That shot put up, missed it. Murphy with 12 in the ballgame. Lions lead it by 12. Into the front court. Shipley. Gack out front to Pallet. Pallet with it. Right hand dribble. Lost it. Now dribbles down to the right baseline. Fell to the floor. Ball loose on the floor. Scramble for it. It's picked off the floor by Moore. Back out to Shipley. Drives the lane. Throws it up. And she's fouled on the play. 7.49 left to go in this third quarter. And coming in now is Bryn Beard. And sitting down will be Pallet. Foul on Haley Scott. That's her third. First against the team. And going line right will be Shipley. Shipley one of two from the stripe here this afternoon. Shooting two. Put it up and 
first points of the second half by Anderson. Second one from line right by Shipley. Good. She's got three in the ball game. And the Lions lead it by 10 again, 49-39. 7.40 left to go in this third quarter. Haverty dribbles down to the left baseline, double team. Hook pass back out front to Jansen near the timeline. Jansen crossover dribble left of the lane. Stops, pivots, back out front to Oldendick. Right corner Shelby Turner for the long three by Shelby. No good. Bounced off the iron, pulled out of the air by Dellinger. Dellinger leads the break three on three. Now spins it back out front. Over on the left side, McKinley Taylor for a long three. Rimmed it out. And the rebound taken down out front by Jansen. She'll lead the break up the floor. Five on five. Stops. Tried to get it back out front. Now does to Haberthy. Dribbles top of the key on the left wing. Jansen. Jansen looking underneath, top of the key. Haberthy, she's going to drive the lane. And Maddie is called for a traveling violation as she shuffled the feet. Now Schaefer is coming back into the ball game for Anderson, and so is Cole Klesser. Sitting down will be Taylor. And also Shipley. Beard with the basketball down to the right wing. Hook pass out front to Dellinger. Down into the left corner for Cole Cluster. Long three left wing. No good. Rebound taken down by Moore. Put it up and in. That is what Anderson was missing in the first half of action. 49-41. That's because Moore sat out a majority of the time. She only played 10 minutes. With it is Jansen. Drives left of the lane. Threw it up. No good. Didn't even hit the backboard. She tried to put it straight into the rim. And Anderson brings it back the other way. Beard. Cross-court pass to the right side to Cole Plesser. Now back between the circles to Beard. Beard with it. A pass to the free throw line to Peyton Moore. Now back out to Beard. Down into the corner to Cole Plesser. Long three. Rimmed it in and out again. No good. And the rebound taken down by Maddie Haberthy. Eight-point Lions lead with the basketball. Murphy with it. Murphy with the right-hand dribble on the left-hand side to Haberthy. Haberthy drives, gets it off to Turner, and went through her hands and out of bounds. That's 11 turnovers in the ballgame against the Lions. 5.53 remaining. 49-41. 5.51 remaining. Moore over on the left-hand side, gets it to Dellinger. Now back over to Beard. Beard to Cole Klesser on the left-hand, right-hand side at the wing. Dribbles up near the hash mark. Bounce pass taken by Schaefer. Top of the key to Dellinger. Drives the lane. Kicks it off on the left side. And an offensive foul is going to be called on Lexi Dellinger. And immediately wants to know what she did wrong. Dellinger with her second. And the media timeout will come right now. 5.33 left to go in this third quarter. Your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 49, the Ravens 41, here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. E-Campus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. 
The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. 5.33 remaining to go in the third quarter of play. Lions 49-41 over Anderson. And the Lions have the basketball to Chloe Jansen. She'll bring it from right to left. Jansen across the timeline to Olden Dick right of the lane. Olden Dick dribbles up top of the circle against the 2-3. Bounce pass to Murphy down on the left block. Spins inside the lane. Throws up the shot. No. Turner got the rebound. Reverse layup. No again. And the rebound taken down by Peyton Moore. Moore has really been a terror on the boards here in this second half of action. But she's playing with three fouls. Cole Cluster, right side to Dellinger, long three, top side, got it! Dellinger's got 27, it's a 49-44 mount lead. Carly Dalton will come in at the next buzzer. Chloe Jansen, bounce pass to Anaya Murphy. Murphy's going to drive the lane, throw up a floater from 10, got it! Murphy's got 14, and the Lions again by 7, 51-44. Beard will bring it across on the right-hand side. Gets it off to Cole Cluster. Cole Cluster dribbles down to the right corner. Cole Cluster spins double-teamed, and a timeout will be taken by John Ginn. It will be a 30-second timeout with 4.26 remaining to go in this third quarter play. Lions just 2 of 8 shooting from the field for 25% here in this third quarter. And 4... Anderson, 2 of 7 from the field for 28%, and now we will have a full timeout. So 4.26 to go in the third quarter. It's Mount St. Joseph 51, the Ravens 44 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Lions lead it by 7, 51-44. I'm Dave Mitchell, 426 left to go. In this third quarter of play. Game two coming up a half an hour after this one. And that will have the Mount St. Joseph men at three and two on the year taking on Anderson. They are four and two. But they are also 0 and one in the Heartland Conference. But we'll break all that down coming up in between games. Putting it in play. Anderson. Beard looking, looking. Lobs and pass into Schaefer. Schaefer gets it to Moore at the free throw line. Knocked free by Haberthy. Ball loose on the floor. Moore picks it up. It'll be a jump ball. And the ball will go back to Anderson. 4.20 remaining. Anderson will put the ball in play underneath their own bucket on the left-hand side. Lions in that 2-3, and they go with a 1-4 stack underneath. Inbounds pass to Moore. Ball knocked free. Loose behind Moore. Picked up again, and a foul is going to be called on Matty Haberthick. On Maddie, that will be her first. And that is the second against the Lions as a team. 
Well, they say the mark of a good refereed ball game is both sides upset. Well, you've got both sides upset in this one. With it, inbounds pass Moore. Moore lays it up left side of the rim, up and in. Moore's got six. And it's a five-point mount lead. Jansen the other way. Jansen, top of the key, crossover dribble. Spins into the lane, kicks it back outside to Haberthy. Haberthy, top side, drives the lane all the way for the 10-foot floater. Got it. Nat, Maddie with her first couple of buck points here in the second half. She's got 13, and it's 53-46. Moore at the free throw line. Moore drives the lane. Kicks it off right baseline to Beard for the three. No good from the corner, and Murphy takes the rebound. Murphy leads the break. It's three on four. Kicks it off to Jansen. Back to Murphy. Top of the key, Haberthy. Long three by Maddie. Partially blocked. Pulled out of the air by Moore. Gets it off on the right side to Beard. Beard will lead the break the other way for Anderson. Beard to the left elbow. Pulls up from 14-footer. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Haberthy. Now Maddie's going to bring it up on her own. Haberthy up to the top of the circle. Off to Murphy. And Murphy walked with the basketball. She just took that extra little step. And that caused the turnover, the 12th of the game against the Lions. Olden Dick will leave the ball game for the Lions and checking back in Carly Dalton. Lions will drop off the pressure and bringing it across the timeline will be Pallet. Cassie Pallet checks back into the ball game for John Ginn of Anderson. Now off on the right-hand side, Shipley, top of the key. Shipley can't find anyone. Now back to Pallet, right wing. Anderson overloads the left side of the front court. They lob a pass underneath the Moore on the right block, dribbles inside the lane, fell down, and a foul will be called on the Lions. And that will be on Carly Dalton. And that will be her third. Well, they usually say that things will even itself out. Well, it's been evened out here in the second half. Putting it in play, Anderson. Inbounds pass to Moore. Moore, one dribble, left of the lane, laid it up, no. Rebound knocked outside, and a foul is called underneath under all the commotion. And the foul is called on Allison Schaefer. That is her second. And that's the third against Anderson as a team. 53-46. Lions with the lead and the ball. Right side, Shelby Turner. Back out top of the key, Jansen. She'll pump fake. Drive left of the lane. Back outside, Turner. Gets it off to Haberthy. Lobs a pass to Murphy. Murphy, one dribble. Lost it. Got it back. Down into the left corner, Turner for the three. Drilled it. Shelby Turner with 11. And it's 56-46. Again, full court pressure put on by the Lions. With it on the left-hand side, top of the key. Moore, long three by Peyton Moore. No good. Rebound taken down by Schaefer. And Schaefer walked with the basketball. 2-13 remaining in the third quarter. Anderson showing a little panic on that trip. I don't think John Ginn wanted a three-pointer from that area by Peyton Moore. Bring it across will be Chloe Jansen, right wing to Murphy for the long three. No good off the side iron. And I don't think Dan Benjamin wanted that one either. But scramble for it on the floor on the baseline. It'll be a jump ball as Carly Dalton went to the floor and is tied up by Shipley. And the ball will go back to the mount. A minute 56. And they'll put 20 on the shot clock. 
And now the officials, well, I thought they were going to confirm it. They won't, so they'll put 20 on the shot clock. Inbound to Haberthy, left corner. Dribbles out to the left wing, top of the key, Murphy. Baseball pass into the left corner to Turner. Left wing, Haberthy, pump fake, left elbow, 17-footer by Maddie, no good. And the rebound taken down by Shipley. Shipley will bring it up on the run. Gets a pass to Pallet. Lobs it to the free throw line to Moore. Moore at the line. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen by Haberthy. Ball knocked free by Haberthy. And the ball is going to be a foul called on the sideline. And that will be on Cassie Pallet. And that's number four on her. Pallet came up from behind and just ran into Haberthy going after that loose ball. So Pallet will check out with those four personals with a minute 31 left to go in this third quarter. Lions leading it by 10. They entered the second half with a 10-point lead, and they still have a 10-point lead. So far this quarter, both teams have scored nine points. Putting in a play, Jansen. Left of the scorer's table, does to Dalton, back to Chloe. Minute 29 to go. In the third quarter. Jansen between the legs dribble with the right hand. Jansen with the top of the key. She's going to drive the lane. Goes all the way. Laid it up. Blocked out of the air. Jansen got it back. Top of the key. Turner long. Three by Shelby. No good. And the rebound taken down by Moore. Clears it off to Beard. Beard will bring it the other way from left to right. Stops. Get the pass. Knock three. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up though by Dellinger. Drives the lane. And a foul is called on... No bucket will be called. It was before the shot, and the foul called on Shelby Turner. On Shelby, that is her second. And the fourth against the Lions. Anderson has got four also. Olden Dick is going to come back into the ball game. And leaving will be Carly Dalton. 102 remaining in the third. Lions with a 10-point lead, but Anderson with the ball. Beard off the inbounds between the circles. Gets it back off to Shipley. Shipley crossover dribble right of the circle. Back out front. Dellinger over to Shipley. Shipley inside the arc at the wing. Right of the lane. Schaefer into the lane to Moore. Moore puts it up from five. Partially blocked at the front iron. No rebound Murphy. Murphy kept battling and battling. Finally took it away. She'll lead the break all the way to the hole. Laid it up and in, and she's fouled. That lane just opened up and Murphy just went ahead and took it. Schaefer came over and was late to the show and committed the foul. Murphy with 16 in the ball game. She'll go to the line looking for 17 and the Lions lead it by 12. Schaefer with three in the ball game. Now Haberthy is coming back in. So is Chloe Jansen and Shelby Turner. Cole Cluster is coming back into the ball game also. Cole Cluster checks in. She's scoreless in the ballgame. And leaving will be Moore. They don't want her to pick up a cheap foul at the end of this third quarter. She played the entire third quarter with three. Murphy eyes it, shoots it. Spun it in and out, no good. And the rebound, Cole Cluster. Clears it off with 35 seconds to go to Beard. Into the front court on the right side, Shipley. Back out to Cole Cluster, top of the key, Beard. Trying to get a pass over on the right side. Stolen away by Jansen. Ahead of the pack. Laid it up. No, but a foul will be called on Beard as she came to a jump stop and tripped up Jansen on the way to the bucket. So Chloe will go line left, shooting two. She has got 15 here this afternoon. 
Jansen is 3 of 3 from the line, 5 of 8 from the field overall. 24.5 seconds to go. Murphy out of the ballgame now, and back in Shelby Turner. Now check out Julia Gooding, excuse me. Gooding has checked in. As they are trying to get some perspiration cleaned off from underneath the bucket. Anaya Murphy, 16 points in the ballgame, has led the way with four girls in double figures here this afternoon. Putting it up, Jansen hit the back iron, bounced high, and fell off no good. Chloe with 15. She had all of those in the first half. Lions lead it by 12. They've increased their halftime lead by two. Make it three. As Jansen hits the free throw, she's got 16. And it's 59-46. Now Chloe leaves, and Olden Dick, excuse me, coming in Maggie Schoolfield. Schoolfield checks in for the second time here today. 59-46 Lions. Beard on the right side. Goes to Shipley. Shipley back to Dellinger. Over on the Cole Cluster to the left wing. She's going to shoot the long three. No good. The rebound taken down by Haberthy. Lions can get the last shot. Six seconds to go. Haberthy left wing. And it's going to be a foul called on Shipley. As she just bodied up a little too much on Haberthy. And Maddie will go line left. Shipley... Picks up her fourth personal foul. Pallet and Shipley each have four heading into the fourth quarter. Haberthy, line left, put it up and in. Maddie with 14 in the ballgame. Haberthy, four of four from the line. Line left for the second one. Lions lead it by 14, make it 15. With 3.8 left to go in the third quarter. It's 15 in the ballgame by Haberthy. Taylor's back into the ballgame. Now Haley Scott's coming in. Ellie Oldendick will sit down. Inbounds pass made to Beard. Beard, one second, throws up a half-court shot. Hit the front rim, no good. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. As we head to the fourth, it's the Mount St. Joseph Lions 61. The Ravens 46 here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Lions outscored Anderson in that fourth quarter, or third quarter, excuse me, 14-9, to and they lead it 61-46 as we enter the fourth quarter of play. Taylor's on the floor for Anderson, along with Beard, Cole Klesser, Moore, and Dellinger. For the Lions, it is Turner, Haberthy, Jansen, Murphy, and Scott. As we head into the final ten minutes, Lions looking to even their record, not only overall, but in the Heartland Conference. 
61-46. With it is Beard, and here we go. On the left-hand side, Dellinger. Dellinger to the top of the key. Bounce pass on the right side. Beard, long three. Rimmed it in and out. No good. And the rebound taken out front by Maddie Haberthy. And a collision underneath the bucket. Haberthy's going to take it all the way to the line. To the lane. Laid it too hard. And the rebound taken down by McKinley Taylor. They clear it off to Beard. Beard the other way. Dishes it off underneath the Peyton Moore. One dribble. Laid it up and in from the right side. I think we are going to see a large dose of Peyton Moore and Lexi Dellinger here in the fourth quarter. 61-48. Lions by 13. Jansen top of the key. Looking underneath. Gets it off to Murphy on the right side. Murphy is going to drive right of the lane. Stop. Euro step. Put it up. No, but a foul is called on Peyton Moore. And she just puts her palms up to the sky like, what did I do? Well, she picked up her fourth personal. And Murphy will go line left. Now it is decision time for John Gibb. And the decision has been made. He's going to pull Peyton Moore with those four fouls and bring in Allison Schaefer. Peyton Moore has had six points in the second half. She has been a terror. Murphy, line left. Shoots it. In and out, no good. Murphy just not getting enough arc on her free throws. She's shooting line drive shots. That's a little bit better, but it hits the front rim no good. And the rebound, Schaefer. Schaefer with her fifth rebound. Gets it up the floor. And a ball is shot up and in by Pallet. Check that. That is going to be Dellinger. And Dellinger got the bucket and the foul. Dellinger with 29 points. She'll go to the line looking for 30. Put it up. That's no good. Rebound Murphy. Chloe Jansen picked up that foul. That was her third, by the way. First against the Lions here in the fourth quarter. Jansen with it between the circles. Jansen left of the lane. Stops. Bounce pass underneath the Murphy. Laid it up. No, too hard. But a foul is called on Schaefer. And McKinley Taylor just stands there, doesn't say a word, and just looks at the official incredulously, and then turns around and walks away. And that is going to be on Taylor, excuse me. Looked like they called it on Schaefer, but they did call it on Taylor, and that's her fourth, and that's why she did that. So Murphy, line left, shoots it, crawled it in off the back iron and glass it in. Murphy's got 17 in the ball game. Second one by Murphy. She is 2 of 8 from the line. And that one hit the side iron no good. And the rebound, Peyton Moore, who snuck into the ball game. Moore gets it up the floor to Dellinger. All the way to the hole. Laid it up. And it hung on the front iron and fell in. Boy, that one almost came off. And it's a 10-point Lions lead. That's 31 points in the ball game for Dellinger. 8.29 left to go in the ballgame. Jansen between the circles. Lions cannot go into a semi-stall here. They need to keep playing the way that they have been. Murphy, top of the key. Jansen around a pick by Murphy. Left of the lane. Kicks it off to Haberthy. Left corner. Three. Got it! Maddie's got 18. Lions lead it by 13 at 65-52. The other way. Cole Cluster put it up from the right wing. Got the three. That's her first three of the game. And the Lions lead it by ten again. Maddie Haberthy left of the circle. Spun it in and out from three. No good. Shelby Turner got the rebound. And she's basically 
tied up by Peyton Moore and fell to the floor, but the ball will belong to the Lions on the alternating jump ball. Haley Scott will come out for the Lions. Oldendick is back in. Cole Klesser, who just hit the three, is out of the ball game now. It's Shipley back in. Inbounds pass, knocked free underneath. Stolen away by Murphy. Murphy got it back. Murphy lost it. Got the ball taken away by Dellinger. Dellinger will bring it. Hook pass underneath over to Beard. Laid it up with the left hand. Good. Beard has got five. And it's 65-57. Anderson just will not go away. Seven and a half remaining to go in this one. On the right side, Murphy. Murphy drives the lane. Kicks it back out to Jansen. All alone for the long three. No good. Rebound chased out near the sideline by Beard. Beard will bring it the other way. Beard kicks it over into the right corner to Shipley for the three. Rimmed it in and out. No good. The rebound, Turner. And she is upended by Schaefer. And Schaefer picks up the foul. And that will be her fourth personal foul. With 7.08 left to go in this game, there's a timeout on the floor. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 65, Anderson 57 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Indeed presents Job Searching with Scherzer. Let's do this. Before you get in the game, make sure your stats are up to date. Then, it's all about focus. Max focus. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Seven minutes, eight seconds left to go in this one from the Harrington Center in Cincinnati. 65-57, the Mount. And it's all because of that second quarter where the Lions outscored Anderson 28-16. to And that's how they've built this eight-point lead. 65-57. With it on the right side, Jansen off to Haverty. Long three, left corner, no good. And the rebound taken down by Dellinger. And then Dellinger is fouled on the play by Shelby Turner. Turner just reaching in, trying to get the ball away. Collects the foul. Her second. Excuse me, that's her third. And that's two against the Lions as a team. Into the front court. Beard. Beard with it, with the right elbow. Gets it back off on the right side to Schaefer. And coming in and knocking the ball away. Is Haberthy, and Haberthy gets the foul call. Oh. 6.42 left to go, 65-57. Putting it in play, inbounds to Dellinger. Dellinger tried to inbound it. It got knocked free. Dellinger, or excuse me, Beard, stepped inside, picked it up. But it won't stay that way as it's a turnover. She was still out of bounds when she grabbed the ball. 65-57. Into the front court, Murphy. Murphy on the right side to Haberthy. Haberthy kicks it back over to Jansen. Jansen with it, top of the circle, stops, 
Gets it back over to Murphy. Murphy tried to throw up a three-pointer. It's partially blocked out of the air. Up the floor to Moore. Moore one step. Laid it up too hard. But following it up to Shipley. Laid it up and in. No, that's Beard. Excuse me. Beard with it. Got the bucket. Beard with seven. And it is suddenly a six-point game. Murphy with it. Bounce pass into the lane to Jansen. And she's fouled by Schaefer. Schaefer putting it over on the right-hand side. Six oh four remaining. Sixty-five fifty-nine. Jansen will put the ball in play. Jansen left of her own bucket. Lobs it out front to Haberthy. Haberthy back over on the left-hand side to Murphy. Murphy's going to drive the lane. It opened up, laid it up, around the rim, fell in. Murphy's got 19 in the ball game. 67-59. Lions lead it. Shipley, top of the circle. Over on the left-hand side to Dellinger. Dellinger, long three, top side, no good. Rebound, chased down by Jansen. Gets away from the double team. She's leading the break. It's three on two. Jansen bounced past to Haberthy, laid it up and in. Haberthy with 20 in the ballgame. Lions by 10 again. 5.26 to go. Into the front court. Shipley, right wing. Three-pointer by Shipley. Drilled it. Shipley's got six. And it's 69-61. Lions. Jansen will bring it across. We are almost halfway through the third. Haberthy long three. Got it. Timeout. Mount. 72-62, Lions, 5.02 left to go in the ball game. Timeout, Anderson, and we'll be right back. Medical care for your child is important, and your choice in doctors should be well thought out and have your complete confidence. Mount St. Joseph alum Dr. Libby Spees is one of you. She's from Cincinnati and practices here. Dr. Spees understands what's important to parents when it comes to their child's well-being. She treasures her patients, watching them grow, and forging relationships with the families. And she's accepting new patients. Call for an appointment today at 513-246-8900. Dr. Libby Spees. Actually, that was a timeout taken by the Lions after that three-pointer by Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy with 23 points in the ball game. And she has hit four of eight three-pointers here today. Lions by ten. Top of the key, Peyton Moore against the 2-3. Moore looking, looking. He's going to drive right of the lane. It opened up, laid it up too hard. Rebound Olden Dick. Olden Dick double-teamed in the backcourt. Takes a couple of dribbles, gets out of the double-team, and clears it off to Murphy, and she'll bring it across. Murphy, bounce pass over to Jansen. Jansen with it, left of the front court. Standing in front of the mount bench. Kicks it off to Haberthy. Left corner, Oldendick for the three. Hits the top of the backboard. Oldendick that chases down her own rebound. Gets it gets it off to Jansen, left of the lane. Back out to Oldendick to the free throw line. Right side to Murphy. Drives the floater. Put it up from ten. No foul called on Anderson. And Dan Benjamin says, we didn't want that shot, but if you're going to take it, hit it. To Olden Dick. Line left will go Murphy. Cole Klesser will come in. And that foul is called on Peyton Moore. And on Moore, that's going to be it. 
Peyton Moore will foul out of the ball game. Boy, she had a gutty performance here in the second half. She played the entire second half with three and then four fouls. 72-62. Murphy, line left, shoots it, got it. Murphy with 20 in the ballgame. Second one by Murphy, line left, got that one too. Murphy with 21. And it's 74-62. Lions lead it by 12. Again, full court pressure put on by the Lions. We haven't seen that in the second half. Goldcluster in the backcourt. Back off to Beard. Beard across the timeline into the front court to Goldcluster. Sideline left. Back off front Beard. Beard kicks it over to Taylor. Right wing, right in the circle. No good. Rebound again. A nice box out by the Lions. And they get the ball taken away by Murphy. Murphy clears it off to Jansen, and she'll bring it up with four minutes to go in the ballgame. Jansen with it. Bounce pass on the right side. Goes to Dalton. Back out to Jansen. Top of the key, Haberthy. Haberthy with it. Back out to Chloe Jansen for the long three. Overshot it. It goes out of bounds off of Anaya Murphy. left to go. Now checking into the ball game is Maya Turner. Turner, a freshman, checking in for Anderson, averaging a point a game. Into the front court, in the backward actually is Beard. Now gets it into the front court. And it goes to Dellinger, left wing, long three by Dellinger. Nope. That's been the key for the Lions here in the second half. They have shut down Dellinger. In the second half, she has scored just seven points in the game. In the second half, 3.31 to go. Inbounds Dellinger. Left of the lane, stops, pops. Blocked out of the air by Dalton, a foul is going to be called. And I think it's going to be, that's on Carly Dalton, and boy, oh boy. Of all the calls that they've made today, that one was the most suspicious. Dalton looked like she had a clean block, but they called the foul against Carly. That's her fourth, and Dellinger... Goes line right, puts it up and in. She's got 32. Well, Dan Benjamin said before the game, let Dellinger and Moore score 40 and just hold the rest of the team down. Dellinger hits both free throws. She's got 33, and that's pretty much what has happened. Chloe Jansen bringing the ball up, gets knocked to the floor. And... I think she's got a cramp in her right calf. Struggled to get up, and now she does. She will walk to the line. For whatever reason, I'm not sure what it is, but Chloe's had a hard time with her shorts today. Trying to keep them up. She's wearing the long sleeve t-shirt this afternoon. First time we've seen her do that. But Jansen now goes line left, puts it up, and hit it off the back iron. Hung on the rim and dropped in. Jansen was 17 in the ball game. Chloe, five of six from the line, make it six of seven as she cans that one. She's got 18. Four girls in double figures here today for the Lions. 76-64 pass stolen away by Jansen. Ahead of the pack, all the way to the hole, laid it up. No, but she's knocked down to the floor by Lexi Dellinger, and Jansen will go to the line again. 3:15 remaining. 76-64. Dellinger with her third personal foul. 
Anderson already over the limit and going to the line. Two shots again for Chloe Jansen. She's got 18, make it 19. And the Lions trying to mop this one up with three throws in the final three minutes and 15 seconds. Game two coming up at four. Second one, good again. By Jansen, she's got 20. Lions have got three girls this afternoon with 20 points or more. Haberthy, Murphy, and Jansen. Into the front court, Beard gets it off to Cole Klesser, now on the right side to Dellinger, put it up from the right wing, no good from three, and the rebound came out front to Haberthy. Haberthy gets it off to Jansen. Jansen now spins it back out near the center circle. We're under three minutes to go in the ballgame. Bounce pass to Olden Dick. Olden Dick, triple team foul called against Anderson. And that'll be against Dellinger. Nope, check it. That's going to be against Beard. And that is going to be all on Beard. So Beard fouls out with seven points in the ballgame. I'll tell you, John Ginn went primarily with her in the second half. That one put up. And it is no good by Olden Dick at the point guard position, as I was trying to say. Olden Dick with two points in the ball game, missed the second one, and the rebound taken down by Cole Cluster. Up the floor, Dellinger. Dellinger stop and go dribble. Stops top of the key to the line, kicks it off into the left corner. Shipley for the long three. Got it. Shipley has got nine. She's got two threes today, and it's 78-67. Jansen. Picks up her dribble, fell to the floor, gets it off to Olden Dick, left corner, gets it into Carly Dalton. Dalton with a long three overshot the bucket, and it's pulled out of the air by Pallet. Pallet fell down, no call, gets it up the floor to Haberthy. Haberthy with it left wing to the line, to the lane, lays it over the right hand, it'll go, and she's fouled from behind, and that should be the coup de grace. 2.13 left to go, Haberthy with 25 in the ballgame, she'll Go to the line looking for 26. And the foul was called against Carly Holly, a 5'10 sophomore who just snuck into the ballgame. Holly, number 30, picks up the foul. John Ginn, as Pallet, check that Shipley will leave the ballgame, and Taylor will come back in. Lions are just going to put Shelby Turner on the line for this free throw. 2.13 left to go. Line left, Haberthy, put it up, got it. Maddie with 26 in the ball game. 81-67 Lions by 14. Into the front court. Cole Cluster, long three, hit the back iron. No rebound, Jansen. Two minutes to go in the ball game. Jansen, bumped by Taylor from behind, no call. Jansen with it out near the free throw timeline. Dribbles to the left corner. Off to Shelby Turner for the three. Drilled it. It is stat time here for the Mount St. Joseph women. 84-67. Ball stolen away by Turner. Turner to the bucket. Laid it up. It won't go. And the rebound tapped over to Anderson. Taylor Taylor brings it up across the timeline to the line. Stops into the lane. Got the ball knocked free and a foul called against Chloe Jansen. Chloe picks up her fourth personal foul with a minute 29 remaining. We'll talk with Dan Benjamin after this one. 
maybe one of the girls for the mound after they even their record here this afternoon. And now the Anderson was putting the ball in play. The official scorers were trying to, at the scorers table, were trying to get the officials' attention, signaling that it should have been a one-and-one one situation. But it wasn't on the scoreboard, evidently. And... As we continue to discuss it, I believe Anderson's going to be going to the line, and that'll be Dellinger, and it will be. So Dellinger will go to the line. Well, it's going to be Taylor. So McKinley Taylor will be going to the line, shooting two. So Taylor, line right. Put it up and in. Taylor has four in the ball game, and they have all come from the free throw line. 84-68 Lions, second one by Taylor, that one is rimmed in and out, but Taylor got her own rebound, nobody boxed her out, put her up, no good, rebound to Carly Dalton. Gets it off to Jansen, up the floor to Maddie Haberthy, and Taylor just basically ran into Haberthy with absolutely no intention of doing anything other than fouling out of the ball game. Boy, Taylor just picked up a head of steam and ran over Haberthy like she was a defensive back on a football field. Haberthy kept her feet, and she'll go line left, and Taylor leaves the game. She's gone. Lions start to substitute Haberthy with 26 points in the ball game. Goes line left. Gooding is back into the ball game. And so is Schoolfield and Haberthy. Hit the free throw. She's got 27. And she hits that free throw, makes it 28, and that'll be it for the day for Maddie Haberthy. 11 points in the first half, 17 in the second half for Haberthy, and the Lions lead it by 18. Into the front court, Cole Klesser. Gets it off on the left-hand side. Cole Cluster down into the right baseline. To Pallet underneath. Got it underneath to Holly, and she was fouled going to the bucket. Couldn't get the ball up on the rim. Minute four to go, and Holly will go line right. 86-68. Lions will extend their all-time series lead to 14-7. They have... Now won 11 of the last 15 games against Anderson. Holly put that one up, no good. The next meeting will be in January, after the turn of the year on the 22nd, over in Anderson. Second one by Holly, rimmed it in and out, no good. Chloe Jansen with the rebound. Jansen with her seventh rebound. Brings it up the floor, gets it on the right side, and they're going to say Jansen stepped out on the sideline. I'll tell you one thing, this is getting awfully physical at the end of this game. The officials need to call the last two minutes of this game like they did the first 22. With it on the right side, putting it up and in is Reese Colclesser from the left corner. And it's 86-71. And the inbounds 
And the foul is going to be called against Casey Pallett. Pallett will foul out of the ballgame now. That foul is out with no points. John Ginn really giving the officials an earful. And he's going to take the full 30 seconds that it takes for him to put in somebody for Pallet. He has not sent anybody to the scorer's table yet, and he's taken the full 30 seconds to let the officials think about what it is that he's doing. And right now, Anderson just got four players on the floor, and now Jansen's going to go ahead. The officials are going to say, just shoot the free throw, and she does and misses it. Is he just going to go with four players? And Jansen, yep. <laughs> John Ginn is going with four players against five. He's not putting in anybody. Cole Klesser, right baseline, put it up for 12. Got it, and she's fouled. <laughs> I'm not sure he's got any more left. Everybody on their bench is fouled out. Yeah, you're right. So Anderson's John Ginn has got to go with just four players on the floor. Olden Dick will come in. 41.2. Cole Klesser has got eight points in the ballgame. She's going to the line looking for nine. Put that one up. Hit the back iron. No. Rebound. Taken down by the Lions school field. And a foul is going to be called over the back. And that's on Holly. And now Anderson is going to use a timeout. 40.2 seconds to go in the ballgame. Your score, and this one's getting a little wild at the end, folks, so stick around. It's the Mount 87, the Ravens 73 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati is your official provider of investigative, surveillance, and process servicing, uniformed, armed, and unarmed security services, executive protection, and bodyguard services. Official Investigation and Security Services is not only licensed in the tri-state area, but also Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, West Virginia, and Texas. Not only private investigation services, but also mobile notary public services and more. Call Official Investigation and Security Services in Cincinnati, 844-263-3424. 40.2 seconds to go in the ballgame. And to be quite honest, folks, John Ginn has, in my opinion, a reason to be upset because the officials called this game one way the first three quarters, and then this fourth quarter, it has just been completely different. School field, line left, put it up, no good. And the second one by Schoolfield, no good again. And the rebound taken out by Holly. Holly gets it up the floor to Dellinger on the left-hand side. Anderson playing with four players because everybody else has fouled out. Dribbling it down on the left-hand side is Turner. Turner back out to Dellinger. Inside pass stolen away by Schoolfield. 20 seconds to go. Schoolfield's going to go all the way for the layup. Lays it up and in. Schoolfield's got two. 
89-73. Dellinger in the backcourt. Dellinger top of the key. Foul called on Murphy. And now a technical foul has been called against the entire Anderson bench. <laughs> so you wait until there's 10.8 seconds to go and then slap a T. <laughs> Oh, boy. If you were going to do that, you should have done it back at about the two-minute mark when John Gunn, John Ginn was just going bonkers. Dellinger will shoot two shots. And that one is up and good. Dellinger's got 34 in the ballgame. Second one by Dellinger. That one is up and no good off the side iron. Anaya Murphy will leave the ball game. Well, check it. I think that technical... Was that against the mount? That was a technical foul against the mount. It might have been against Anaya Murphy. I'm not sure what it was, but... Nonetheless, with 10.8, it was against Anaya Murphy. So now Dellinger, well, it's a 15-point lead, and now 89-74. We're going to have a conference in the middle of the key by the officials to decide what they are going to do here. And quite honestly, I'm not quite sure what they would even be discussing at this point in time. With 10.8 seconds to go, there's not a lot that they can do that is going to change the outcome of this one. And now Dellinger. I guess they're going to give her another two free throws. And then Mount will get the bass, or then Anderson will get the ball. So Dellinger hits that free throw. She's got 35. Second one by Dellinger. Good again. She's got 36. Dan Benjamin over talking to the official. And now the officials are, <laughs> they were discussing which side of the floor it's going to be on. They're going to inbound it. So now Anderson will inbound it. Dellinger over on the right side. Cole Klesser, six seconds to go in the ball game. Dellinger's just going to stand there and dribble out the clock, and that'll do it. And that's your final score. Here from the Harrington Center, your final score. Mount St. Joseph, 89. Anderson, 76. The Lions even their record now at 3-3 three and three overall. And they are 1-1 one and one in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, Anderson falls to 1-5 and five on the year. And they are 0-1 in conference play. Your final score once again, Mount St. Joseph, 89. And Anderson, 76. We'll be back to wrap things up here from the Harrington Center after these timeouts.